This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, July 9th, 2022. This week in security news, on eight occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Most important for this report, the morning of Monday, July 4th, Alert USA subscribers received the first of three alerts regarding a mass casualty shooting unfolding at the Highland Park, Illinois 4th of July parade. In this incident, 21-year-old Robert Eugene Cremo began firing an AR-15 from the roof of a two-story building on a corner located on the parade route. Cremo gained access to the roof using an unsecured ladder on the side of the building. A total of 83 shots were fired. All told, seven people were killed and 30 others wounded. Police say Cremo managed to flee the scene and evade immediate capture by dressing in women's clothing and blending into an evacuating crowd. Cremo was taken into custody nearly eight hours later following a brief car chase in the Lake Forest area north of Chicago. Lake County police say Cremo planned the attack for weeks. Investigators who have interrogated the suspect and reviewed his social media posts have not determined a motive. It is reported that Cremo confessed to police that following the parade shooting, he fled to the Madison, Wisconsin area where he contemplated a second attack but turned back to Illinois where he was later arrested. Listeners are reminded that just weeks ago, Alert USA notified subscribers of new warnings and intelligence briefs from the Department of Homeland Security about the dynamic and complex nature of the threat environment facing the U.S. from domestic extremists of various types. DHS continues to assess that the primary threat of mass casualty violence in the United States stems from lone offenders and small groups motivated by a range of ideological beliefs and or personal grievances. Alert USA urges caution and vigilance when out and about. If you will be attending large gatherings or public events, make it a point to identify nearby exits to include the entrance that you just came through and keep your situational awareness dialed up. Shifting over to Japan, on Thursday, Alert USA subscribers were notified of the assassination of former Japanese Prime Minister Abe Shinzo while delivering a campaign stump speech on a street in Nara City, Japan. Abe was shot from behind at close range by a gunman using a homemade double-barrel shotgun. The shooter, identified as 41-year-old Tetsuya Yamagami, was immediately arrested and offered no resistance. He later told investigators that he was dissatisfied with Abe and intended to kill him. He also claimed that he held a grudge against a, quote, particular religious group and shot Abe because he believed that the religious group and Abe were connected. During a search of Yamagami's home, Nara Prefectural Police report the discovery of several possible explosive devices and handmade guns similar to the ones used to shoot Abe. As a final data point for your consideration, listeners might find it interesting that July 7th, the date of Abe's assassination, is also the 85th anniversary of the start of Japan's second invasion of China, also known as the Second Sino-Japanese War. This full-scale conflict is often regarded as the beginning of World War II in Asia. Shifting over to Europe, on Wednesday of this week, the head of UK's internal security service known as MI5 and the head of the FBI made an unprecedented joint appearance to warn of the global threat posed from China. The first ever joint public appearance by MI5 head Ken McCallum and FBI Director Christopher Wray came at MI5 headquarters in London. Here are some of their comments, starting with MI5 Director General Ken McCallum. Our two organizations, born within a year of each other more than a century ago, have long been closely partnered. The FBI office in London opened in 1942, and our teams work tirelessly together every day to keep our two nations and our allies safe. But today is the first time the heads of the FBI and MI5 have shared a public platform. 
We're doing so to send the clearest signal we can on a massive shared challenge. China. The most game-changing challenge we face comes from the Chinese Communist Party. It's covertly applying pressure across the globe. This might feel abstract, but it's real and it's pressing. We need to talk about it. We need to act. I want to be really clear up front on a couple of points. First, the aim here is not to cut off from China, one-fifth of humanity with immense talent. China is central to global issues, economic growth, public health, climate change. Having, for example, almost 150,000 Chinese students in the UK's universities is, in almost all cases, good for them and good for us. The UK wants to engage with China wherever it's consistent with our national security and our values. There are situations where the risks are sharper, and you'd expect the head of MI5 to focus on those. But even then, our aim is to make conscious choices on issues that are rarely binary. We want a UK which is both connected and resilient. So that's the threat, how to respond. One element is a stepped-up operational response from the security and intelligence agencies, backed by government investment. MI5 has already more than doubled our previously constrained effort against Chinese activity of concern. Today, we're running seven times as many investigations as we were in 2018. We plan to grow as much again, while also maintaining significant effort against Russian and Iranian covert threats. And it's not just about scale, it's about reach. Working hand in glove with international partners, sharing data in new ways and mounting joint operations make us much more than the sum of our parts. And now, here are some comments from FBI Director Christopher Wray. But as laser-focused as both our agencies are on the Russia threat, I want to talk today about another complex, enduring, and pervasive danger to the kinds of innovative businesses we have here in the audience. We consistently see that it's the Chinese government that poses the biggest long-term threat to our economic and national security. And by our, I mean both of our nations along with our allies in Europe and elsewhere. But the point I want to leave you with today is that the Chinese government poses an even more serious threat to Western businesses than even many sophisticated business people realize. The Chinese government is set on stealing your technology, whatever it is that makes your industry tick and using it to undercut your business and dominate your market. And they're set on using every tool at their disposal to do it. So it has long been clear that the danger China poses to businesses is complex and challenging. And where we see some companies stumble is that by thinking that they're attending to one or a couple of these dangers, they've got the whole Chinese government danger covered, when really China just pivots to the remaining door left unattended. But the danger China poses to companies isn't just complex, it's getting worse. That hackers in China are carrying their company's innovation off. That Chinese companies or proxies are using quasi-legal investments to undermine their economies too. 
But the lesson the Chinese government has been unable to learn is that by targeting countries around the world that value the rule of law, they band us even closer together. Also this week, during a ceremony in Brussels, NATO ambassadors signed the accession protocols that will move Finland and Sweden a step closer to joining the alliance. The protocols are now sent to the alliance's 30 member nations for national ratification according to each individual country's procedures. In the United States, this means that the Senate will have to approve the addition of the two countries to the Washington Treaty of 1949. Next up in our tropical weather update, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, there is limited tropical activity in the North Atlantic and Caribbean. According to the National Hurricane Center, tropical development is not likely over the next five days. In travel security news, once again, alert USA cautions that the conflict in Eastern Europe has a potential to get much worse and spillover or intentional incursion into neighboring NATO nations is a possibility. If you are planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens, as security analysis and assessments often vary. Alert USA also recommends U.S. citizens preparing to travel abroad take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, both before and while you are there, as well as to help the U.S. Embassy contact you in an emergency. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, July 9th, 2022.